2: This is The Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> with guest host, Andrew Siciliano. The kick is... <laughs> no good! Live from The Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Back to throw is hurt. Throws left, it's intercepted! What the hell just happened? I want to apologize to the good people of the UK for waking up half their country. Today's guests, two-time Super Bowl champion and host of The Green Light Podcast, Chris Long pro football hall of famer emmett smith and now sitting in for rich it's andrew siciliano
3: i do have a voice i think i think it'll last three hours i thank you kindly for joining us here today my final day on the show rich is due back (laughs) manana he's actually landing from london shortly but i'll be Taking you through the next three hours. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. A fantastic sports weekend to you and yours. My weekend was pretty good. I'll get into that in a second. We're happy that you are here today. Great show coming up today. The Hall of Famer, Emmett Smith, will join us in a little bit. Also coming up. Chris Long, yeah, not my former boss at Directv, but Chris Long, (laughs) (laughs) the Chris, uh, the Chris Long of NFL fame and podcasting fame and Virginia fame, UVA fame. I know three guys named Chris Long.
0: Isn't that crazy? It's just
3: wacky and wild.
1: Yes, (laughs) I. I,
3: You should open with that every night. That's your opener. Chris Brockman. Hey, everybody. Fresh off a Patriots loss in Vegas. Yes. Mike Del Tufo. Everybody. Fresh off. I think some wins for you in Vegas. Yes. Okay. And you saw the U two show as well on Wednesday. You and my brother were there. Two guys whose names end in vowels who did not run into each other <laughs> and TJ Jefferson who had a Cowboys free weekend yeah. which
1: which kind of feels okay, right? It it, it's good to take a mental break. Ooh, uh, the pressure's on the night though. Right. But, but also there's only one Chris Long who's indirectly or directly responsible for me sitting here so I say what's up to that Chris Long. What's up, boss? What? I'm confused. You're He's Chris Long. He's
0: saying hi to your Chris He's Long. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. But
3: you pointed at him. I point at the pointed at you. So we're on television. Okay. Yes. You know, so I'm, I, I, I'm looking at
1: America it. right down. Our, the, our the, former the boss the at DirecTV,
3: who also is a Dallas Cowboys fan. Fan. Of course he is. Anyway, <laughs> we thank you for being here. And uh, is that why you're here too, TJ? The Cowboys thing you bonded? The Rich Eisen Show. Didn't hurt. The phone number, you should call us 844204 Rich. 844204 Rich. We're obviously on the Roku channel here. You could stream us on the Sirius and the XM, but you know these things you're finding us, right? Or the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app. Okay, the Twitter, the Instaface, and all of those things. What Thanks. a weekend! Boom. Yes, a weekend for the football. In my space. Why? Be, because, like we were saying, Del Tufo just said right before he came there. Yeah, what a crazy weekend! <laughs> 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 Perfect imitation. Perfect imitation. Crazy weekend. <laughs> Perfectly. <laughs> yes. Which is it's why nuts. we watch.
0: Yeah. Right.
3: Yo. Crazy weekend where there like ridiculous upsets in college football in the top ten. No but it sets up nicely, like for Ohio State, Penn State next week, right? Yes. We had the the crazy game Friday night with Colorado, right? Stanford rallying back from down 29 to nothing. I went to sleep. That game was 14 to nothing. Heard it got a lot worse. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then Stanford won, and Andrew Luck was not in the building. Um, Crazy. And then yesterday's games. We no longer have an unbeaten team And the National Football League. They're gone. All of them. Everybody is lost. We are almost through six weeks. Got the Cowboys and the Chargers at SoFi, where they will be so fly tonight. (laughs) Monday night football to close out the week. But the Eagles are done and the Niners are done. I mean, done meaning from the ranks of the unbeaten. Where shall we begin? Let's begin in Cleveland because I went to that one. (laughs) i heard yeah everyone heard uh because i'm still yelling in my head i kind of went overboard i kind of went overboard no way let's let's talk about the game first because it's not about me first and foremost the browns have the best defense in football period full stop they've given up a thousand yards five games think about that a thousand and two yards you want the full stat We'll give you the stat. 1,002 yards allowed by the Cleveland Browns is the third fewest through a team's five games since the merger in 1970. Okay, well, okay, there were two that were better, Andrew, right? Like the, the 2,000 Ravens, I'm sure. Nope. The only two teams that allowed fewer yards through five games since the merger were teams in the early 70s when it was an entirely different game. When it was a ground and pound and a 17-13 game every single week. The 71 Colts and the 70 Vikings were the only teams to allow fewer yards through five games. Miles Garrett's on the screen right now. He didn't have a quarterback sack yesterday. He still affected the game. What a battle he had with the future Hall of Famer, Trent Williams. And these two teams battled. I mean, there was a fight on the field before the game. (laughs) Trent Williams leveled Elijah Moore. There was a lot of talking. These two teams had to be separated. Miles Garrett was asked before the game, Friday, when he makes his weekly podium appearance in the locker room for the Cleveland media, Is this like a heavyweight fight? Is it Ali Frazier? Somebody said. Or maybe it's Hagler Hearns, he said. And if you go back and look up Hagler Hearns, those three rounds there that they pummeled each other, some people say the best pound for pound three rounds we have ever seen. And that Niner defense is damn good as well. But that Browns defense, I'll take it any day, anywhere. Okay, Niner fan. I know you're saying, "Well, McCaffrey got knocked out and Debo got knocked out." Yeah, I see you. I totally see you. But the Browns have given up basically half of the third down. Of, uh, let me let me rephrase this. In terms of total first downs allowed, the Browns are one. I think the Bucks are two. The Bucks have given up like double the number of first downs the Browns have given up. That's how good statistically their defense is. They played a lot of man yesterday, and they have the corners to play the man. Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom, MJ Emerson, who picked off Brock Purdy, first pick of the year for Brock Purdy. He was shook. They had nine yards on six plays in the third quarter. Nine yards for the 49ers on six plays. Yet still it came down to in the most penalized game of the NFL this year. 25 penalties in that game. Deshaun Watson might have trouble throwing. That crew did not have trouble throwing flags. Not at all. 25 penalties. And it still came down to the Jake Moody miss. Do we have the miss? Do you want to play it?
0: Yes. Yes. I don't know if we have it. I want to hear it again, though. Okay. Hoskins, do we have
3: it? They played it on Sunday Night Football. Okay. Hoskins is working on it. Thank you for not having it ready. I know I really do mean (laughs) that because I've heard it a lot. Um, it is mildly embarrassing that I lost it like I lost it. But here's the quick backstory. Many of you probably know that I'm a Browns fan. I'm not from there. Uh, I'm born and raised in the D.C. suburbs, northern Virginia. My father is from Cleveland. All that side of the family is in Cleveland. And I was raised, my brother and I were raised to be diehard Browns fans. Obviously, I work in this business. I like to call games. I, I've, I've wanted to call games since I was a little kid. I do more of the talking now on the shows and the hosting more than I have I really call games. Um but I always dabble on the side. And uh, I hate the circumstances. The great Jim Donovan, the iconic Jim Donovan, the voice of the Browns, is, is fighting the good fight now, uh, battling cancer, battling leukemia. Um, and he's going to be out for a little bit. He hasn't called a game since week one. And the Browns have turned to, well, uh, the Browns fans that they know in the media to help fill in Chris Rose, my colleague, a Cleveland native, called a bunch of games. Uh, but with Rich in London and Chris... Doing game day morning, game day kickoff at the network. I stepped in and did the game yesterday. Something that I've been thinking of doing since I was honestly ten years old, because whenever I would go to a Browns game, I would have my my Sony Walkman on. Remember those big clunky oh, yeah. Sony Walkman? I thought I was really cool because I had I had the the one that had the equalizer. What do you call those things? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Right, the EQ things? So I could control the bass on my Sony Walkman. (laughs) And let me tell you, I bamboozled Circuit City. As like a 10-year-old, I figured out how you buy the... You know, the protection plan and then, you know, I, I would break my Walkman because I always would, because I would take it everywhere, listening to games wherever I go, and then I would go in and get a new one. And then a new one. And then a new one. I think I paid for one Walkman as a kid with money I got from mowing lawns, and I probably got four <laughs> over a whole bunch of years from Circuit City. But I would take I would take that That's to the so games funny. and I would listen. And I would listen to the great Nev Chandler. And uh I had I, I had a chance to call the game yesterday. And um pretty cool it was uh it was the best weekend it was an amazing moment and uh yeah i i'm i'm a sunday morning optimist always have been when it comes to the browns uh for years whenever going into the red zone channel on sundays i I call my mom and dad on the way into work done this for years that's kind of like our weekly catch-up and uh you know, often it's, I think they got a shot today. Yeah, I'm feeling good about today. Sure. And very often my dad, who's probably watching right now, he knows this. Um, he tends to, to lean a, a little bit more towards the pessimism on Sunday morning. And sometimes <laughs> we push back and forth on that a little bit. Sometimes he's optimistic. Sometimes he usually is. It depends, whatever. But I was, I was a Sunday morning optimist all week because of that defense. I thought that defense would keep them in the game. I don't know that I thought they would necessarily win, but I can tell you, I, I was more optimistic than most. Definitely. But when they came away with only a field goal, Jerome Ford, 22-yard run, get in the red zone, then they mismanaged it. P.J. Walker almost got picked in the end zone on the second down. Good, good <laughs> God almighty. And when they gave the Niners the ball back... And then there's a questionable DPI on third down. He got the jersey. I say let it go. Niners fans would say, "Eh, Gibson didn't really go to the head on Elijah Moore. Yeah, but he launched. Either way, 25 penalties in that game, including one on a punt where they called it on number 20 on the Browns who wasn't even on the field when it was really number 20 on the Niners, and they actually marked it off. (laughs) Marked it off. Called it on the wrong team and marked it off. And then after a while, they figured it out, and John Hussey corrected it. And then John Hussey, after correcting it, marching it back the other way, felt the need to put his mic back on and apologize to the crowd. He actually did. He went, we called it on the wrong team. It's been corrected and turned it off. Turn it back on. My apologies. Wow. <laughs> like, he actually apologized wow. to the crowd. You never I'm see like, that. You never see that. I mean, anyway, yeah. the Niners marched down the field. Uh, there was the DPI. The, there was the, the bunch of missed tackles on the big explosive. And then Jake Moody, who had not missed coming into the day the entire season, had missed one earlier in the first half. Jake Moody, 41 yards for the win. 41 yards for Jake Moody. Wishnowski kneels at the 31 to give the Niners the lead. Snap is down. The kick is up. The kick is no good. It's no good. Good. And the Browns will beat the 49ers 19 to 17. He pushed it wide to the right. <laughs> That's
0: amazing. I got goosebumps.
3: I, I don't think I needed the second no good, but.
1: You did.
0: Stop critiquing yourself. That was an awesome God, I, 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 moment, bro. It,
3: it felt damn good. I was like, it, I'm it, so it, happy it felt, for you. It that felt is damn Incredible. Thank
1: you, and I'll say this: I, not to step on this story because it is your story, and I find it truly amazing. Please but, you step. Know, I consider you; I've known you for we the go last back a long way, TJ. Yeah, Nathan Zagora, one of my best friends, he and I used to do a fantasy football show together, twelve, thirteen years ago. So I listened to you guys on uh, an app that I found, Cleveland Browns Radio. I s- had you synced up you mm-hmm. and the TV, so. I muted them. I'm sorry. My apologies to whoever was calling the game. I had to listen the to you. Kevin Burkhardt, Greg Olson, oh Aaron my, Andrews, the 18th. Yeah, sorry about that. But All in, good. To Rich so direct. On this day, it was about my two friends calling this game together, man. And Thanks I, I text you. Brockman. I was like, these guys, it's like you've got a great rhythm together. You weren't stepping on each other. You never would have known that you had not called a game together. Uh, bro, you did a great job. And I, I like, it was a, a certain sense of like, wow. Like I sat there, I was very happy listening to the two of you, and the worst thing happened, though, right before Moody took the snap for the kick. This site cut off. (laughs) I guess maybe there's a time limit or something, Chris. Uh, Right before the final... Bill Gold call the site and i was like oh my god like i'm I'm trying to refresh i'm trying to so i'm watching it happen but i couldn't hear your call and this was the first time i heard it so it was great Uh, you did a great job thank you tj
3: it was a cool day and thank you to nathan who uh, does a great job in the booth there and is always with jim and it was with chris when chris uh was in the booth uh these last couple of weeks here as well he actually for those who don't know Bay Area guy who was raised a Niners fan, but he's been in Cleveland for a long, long time now. And, and he's got Browns in his blood. His, his old man was in town visiting, right? So his father was in town visiting and, and his dad's a Niner fan. And so there are there all these like, you know, cross emotions going on here. Um, I said this on the radio in Cleveland this morning when I was driving in here, they had me on. Uh, I, I really wish I could say this now. Like you have that moment when you're flying home and you know what? Maybe, admittedly, it was uh, the double scotch at thirty-five thousand feet <laughs> that got to me as I was watching Torico and Collinsworth with a great call on the Sunday night game in Orchard Park. I I, I really wish my grandmother could have heard it. My, my, <sighs> we lost my grandmother seven years ago. She'd be well into her hundreds by now. Um, but like I, I I really wish she could have heard it. Uh, but my parents did. My they got to hear it, and my brother was there. He flew up. He's a season ticket holder. So uh, so that was cool. We'll be doing one more. Got the Colts game next week awesome. in Indianapolis. And uh, yeah, nice. that should be fun. And next time you can listen on NFL Plus, TJ, plus.nfl.com, okay. <laughs> wow. plus.nfl.com. Always promoting. Get your home radio calls. It <laughs> was, was a rookie move on my part. Of course, on SiriusXM, on SiriusXM if you are in your car. There you go. Hey, look, funny thing happening. Funny thing is happening in the AFC North. First of all, I do not know if Deshaun's going to come back this week or not. I know there is a sense of optimism with some of the Sunday Insider reporting here that maybe he is back this week as they go to Indianapolis. Uh, P.J. Walker did not play a great game. Threw a couple of picks, um, but he did make some plays, and the defense played well enough. You saw what happened with the Colts yesterday. Um, they They got steamrolled there. The Steelers are in LA next week to play the Rams, who right now have fingers crossed on Kyron Williams, but are kind, kind of optimistic, kind of optimistic on that injury. Couldn't finish the game. Zach Evans had to. Uh, he ran hard yesterday.
0: Ooh, second half, monster. Yeah, half. and
3: he was going through people. Oof. Like if Kyron can play, that, that touchdown run ran through three guys. Yeah. I think the Rams beat the Steelers on Sunday. The game of the week in the early window next week, 1 p.m. The Lions at 5-1 at the 4-2 Ravens who come back and they're going to play no bye week after London. Won the game yesterday. Not exactly anyone's finest performance, but did the job. Devin DuVernay, big return. You have Justin Tucker. Hey, you did the job. If the Lions were to beat the Ravens, fully plausible, and the Rams were to beat the Steelers, Fully plausible. The Browns could be looking at first if they go to Indy mm-hmm. and get to four and two. That was a season, not saving, because you can't save a season in only your fifth game when you already have two wins. I mean, look, if they had lost, they lost. But it is a season turning, you think. Fingers crossed here. Win for the Browns. All right, let's get to the Eagles and the Jets. As well. Um, Admittedly, I I didn't watch a lot of this game, but I saw enough of this game. And I heard what Robert Sala said after that game. Interesting. Interesting. Do you want to do it here, Hoskins? Or or do you want a break? You want to do it here? Okay. So the Jets beat the Eagles by now, you know. So the Niners lost. The Eagles lost the two previously unbeaten teams go down. Jalen Hurts played his worst game of the year, probably his worst game in the NFL that we have seen. He made some throws. Certainly AJ Brown made some big catches as well, Um, but they were a turnover machine. Mm -hmm. And in the end that Tony Adams big pick kind of sealed the deal, even though the Eagles got the ball back. Listen to Robert Sala afterwards. Thought defense, uh, per the usual, uh, outstanding. Um, you know, through these first six weeks, we've played a gauntlet of quarterbacks and, um, I know we haven't gotten all wins, but we've embarrassed all of them. And uh, just really, really proud of, of the defense and its resolve. Uh, thought Brick and the staff had a, an excellent game plan. Down three corners, four of our six corners. Um, I thought our D line was good in terms of keeping that uh, kid in the pocket. He's a handful. Hurts, they're, they're all line, the receivers. Thought our guys battled all the way through. Um, proud of them. Embarrassed? Let's go back to week one. Josh Allen's worst game, bar none. Embarrassed, Josh Allen? Okay, I'll give it to you, sure. I'll give it to you. Their second win, which came only a week ago, was against Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Embarrassed? I mean, forced a turnover at the end of the game, but... Russell had a shot there at the end of the game. Embarrassed? Eagles beat the previously unbeaten Eagles. Yeah, the defense did the damn job. Embarrassed? Jalen Hurts? I get it. Pump up your team. Like, if I'm a guy in that locker room, yeah, damn right, coach. We embarrassed them. I get it. But do we think those quarterbacks are truly embarrassed? Show of hands. Is Jalen Hurts embarrassed today? Show of hands.
0: Mm, that's such a strong word. That's my point. Yeah, no. Come on. You know, Sal also throwing Mahomes in that mix. Now, look, I get it. Mahomes. No, no, he
3: talked about the three wins. Didn't he say three wins well, and we embarrassed them he all? He talked
0: about the gauntlet. Sure. We didn't win all of them, but we embarrassed all of them. So he's okay. saying that they embarrassed Every quarterback they've played this year. Now Mahomes, Allen, Hurts, I get it. You picked them off eight times. That's really good. But Great. Dak Prescott this year has been a below-average quarterback. He lit them up. Mac Jones is one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. He played really well in that game and beat you. You you could so, argue that Mac
3: Jones. That's the only game in which he wasn't embarrassed.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, so look, I, I get it. It's it, it's it's not for us. He's saying these things for his guys in the media so they can see it and know that he's got their back. I think they know that he definitely has their back, but everyone else I think sees that and just kind of rolls their eyes. Like, come on, bro.
3: I'll say this. Uh, The Jets won. It was a huge win. I mean, huge, huge, huge win going into a bye. Okay. So they get a break here and then they get the giants in their own building. Technically a road game, right? Jets and giants in two weeks, regular season game head-to-head fun yeah and Aaron Rodgers is back next week and Aaron Rodgers is (laughs) back next week (laughs) he's not but you know um, a little bit later I'll do my five takeaways (laughs) I got one on Aaron Rodgers that uh uh no and, and it isn't he only came to the game because Travis Kelsey was there and he felt he needed more cameras no that is not the take than many of you think it is, like but, the bald guy over there. I mean, that,
0: Kelsey and Taylor Swift are you know, out together publicly Saturday Night Live, and Aaron Rodgers is like, don't forget about me. That is not why he came to the game. Are you sure? Do you really think that? I think he's a super narcissist, so anything's
3: okay. possible. These are two separate things. Both can be true. He can be a super <laughs> narcissist, and his team was playing a football game. He uh, came to the other ones. Why wouldn't I come to this one? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Are you here because you're a super narcissist today, or because hey, your team is here and it's game oh, my, day. It's
0: my job. I aha. Mean, I mean, uh-huh. And I like you. So. Well, thank you, Chris. I hey,
3: like you, too. Hey, and looking at the camera, <laughs> we like you at home as well. Okay? It's Andrew sitting in for Rich. Uh, coming up in about 45 minutes, Chris Long will be here shortly thereafter. The Hall of Famer, the great Emmett Smith, who once turned to me during commercial at NFL Network and said, my wife hates you.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know if they still have a shot to make
2: the playoffs or not. Do they? do they still have a shot? Well, yeah. I mean, all they have to do is just try and win one of the next two without Tony, and, and then he comes back, and no one's running away with this league. No one's running away with this division right now.
1: All uh, right, you know what? I guarantee we'll
2: win one of the next two without Tony. Okay. And I'm guaranteeing we'll make the playoffs. Okay. I will write that. Write that down right now, Shaquille
1: O'Neal. If O'Neils. we don't make the playoffs, I'll come. I'll come with a Dallas cowgirl suit on your show with some pom-poms for ten seconds. Oh my gosh! Wow! I will come. I will walk out for ten seconds. Let everybody take
3: pictures, make fun. Then I got to leave. Ten seconds—that's
2: all you get. Not eleven seconds, not twelve. You get ten seconds. Okay. On the skirt, pom pom, and a blonde ponytail wig. If so, that's if again the Dallas Cowboys—they don't make the playoffs at all in this season. Okay. Now what are you going to do if they make the playoffs? Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, uh, but I, 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 same bet, same. But I think they're making the playoffs. I do. I'll do it with you, Shaq. How about that? Deal. How are you, Shaq? First of all, it's not my fault. You need to blame it on the Dallas uh,
1: shops. So I've, been, I've, I've been downtown Dallas looking for some big booty cheerleader shorts. They don't have any.
2: So but Yes, I'm a man of my word. And yes, I will come there one day when you least expect it ooh. and fulfill my bet. Well, but the thing is, I I have to do it with you, Shaq. So I, I do need probably a little bit of a heads up, you know. No, but
3: you know what? I don't want you to do it with me because, you know what? You waited long enough. Okay.
1: You know, you're at the point to where you don't think I'm going to believe this. So just to prove it to you, I want you to be front and center. Okay. And I'm going to give you 12 seconds. (laughs) (laughs)
2: This is the best possible scenario, Shaq, is you've extended it two seconds and absolved me from having to do it.
3: Uh, Exactly. I just want you to sit there and watch. Have an The uh, Rich Eisen Show, everybody. Hi, friends. Andrew Siciliano Hello. sitting in for Rich. Hello, Hello. friend. Andrew bought
0: donuts. Thank you. At the,
3: oh, you're welcome. No, thank you. You guys have been carrying me now for. Uh, this is actually our third kind of sort of week we're doing this. To the end of two weeks ago, yeah. and uh, most of last week and today. So yeah, I told you last day. Breakfast on me, breakfast to champions, pure sugar. Yes. Big box of sugar. Oh, guys. Of sugar. Yeah, nothing yeah. better than delicious <laughs> empty <laughs> calories yeah. to drive up your blood sugar in the morning.
1: <laughs> I'm sitting at the Rich Heisen Show
3: Desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call or click Granger.com or just stop by. All right. It was one of those weekends yesterday. Really, one of those Sundays, as we were saying. It, it's why we watch, and I'm not just giving you the company line here from the NFL. Hey, guys, like, what percentage of games are like within one score? They, not that um, at all. But it's why we love the game. It's why we live for Sundays. It's why, like so many of us, um, our emotional well-being for the week to come are, are tied to, or is tied what what to what goes down on Sunday, mm-hmm. because you never know what's going to hack actually happen i promise i'm going to be able to speak clearly and coherent english today (laughs) but let's go through some of these games Uh, and let's start i know this is an odd one um with the game in atlanta Uh, hear me out for a second the commanders won emmanuel forbes didn't play that that's a little bit disconcerting if you're a washington fan but uh, flip it around to the falcons here they can have a really good team a really good team and Desmond Ritter is a really nice guy, but I've kind of seen enough. Ooh, And there's kind of, I don't want to say a, a vacuum at the top of the NFC, but you have three teams clearly here. The two teams that lost, the Niners and Eagles, they're still one and two in my book. And then I think the Lions are clearly three. The Falcons ha- have the opportunity to sit at that table if they get better quarterback play. And they need better quarterback play. And Desmond Ritter finally lost a home game. Well, whatever. But Taylor Heineke would give them a shot in the arm. Now, is that sustainable long-term? I mean, as, as what's his name? Tracy Morgan once said, here comes the fun cooker. I mean, he, <laughs> is, he is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But they, I mean, there are going to be some moments where he throws it to the other team. It, not because of necessarily a bad read, but wow, he's just trying to make a play as an amazing athlete and as like a guy that takes shots downfield. But he's going to get the ball into the hands of Mac Collins and Kyle Pitts and Drake London. Uh, he's going to let those guys eat. You're not going to see the slump shoulders and the horrible body language and the guys ripping off helmets and screaming at the quarterback with Taylor Heineke. They're going to love that guy. Everybody loves that guy. So if the Falcons want a seat at the NFC table... And next week, big game because the Buccaneers are also in that conversation as as like, are they real in the NFC? Even though they got pounded yesterday by the Lions with a lot of Honolulu blue in the stands. The Falcons go to Tampa next week. Big game in the NFC South and a big game, big picture here in the NFC for the tier two of the NFC. Make your quarterback switch i i know you didn't expect me to to go right to that one but when it comes to the quarterbacking issues those are the things we generally look at immediately on monday like in vegas it looks as if josh mcdaniels has a decision to make like we told you if the raiders can win on monday night last week and they did and then if they could beat the patriots and they did now the Raiders, correct me if I'm wrong, go to Chicago to face the Bears, who have their own quarterback issue. Do you go with Brian Hoyer, who's your $1 million in case of emergency, exactly why you had him there yesterday guy, or do you go with Aiden O'Connell? Can you go to Chicago and beat the Bears with Aiden O'Connell? And if Jimmy is out multiple weeks and you want to be part of the conversation now with three and three in the wild card For the AFC, do you turn it over to the rookie? Jimmy had to go to the hospital yesterday, left the stadium. Now, precautionary, right? Not saying the guy's going to be in traction. You don't need to send flowers necessarily yet, but it could be an extended absence for Jimmy Garoppolo. I go to Aiden O'Connell, personally, over one Brian Hoyer. All right, enough of those things. Let's get to the Sunday night game. Speaking of quarterbacks, love me some Tyrod Taylor. Mm. Um, and even though they totally mismanaged the end of the second quarter, totally,
0: like, oh my god, this was a bad game.
3: It was bad. It was a bad game. So I, I'm flying back from Cleveland, and I won't bore you with the planes, trains, and automobiles of my weekend. But I, I, I want you guys, I want you guys to. Know, I was considering all of you and the fact that I had to be here when I when I booked my flight because I could have gone. No direct at that, at that hour. Cleveland to Chicago and then Chicago to here. But I feared that if something went wrong and that flight, the last one out from Chicago to here, got canceled, then there's no way I get back hmm. in okay. the morning to make it here by 9. Sure. So I, I flew to SFO from Cleveland on a plane full of sad Niners fans. And then I connected late from SFO down to here because I figured, like, if, if it gets canceled... From SFO to here, I could always find a way at 6 in the morning to get from the Bay Area down here. Anyway, that said, you should have heard people on the plane at the end of the second quarter. Like, you could find out how many people are actually watching the game when you hear the murmur behind you or or around you, right? Like, what are they doing? (laughs) Like, what what are they doing? You're going to check to a run? Like, what? Oh, my God. And Brian Dayball was just, just apoplectic. Like Ear holing Tyrod walking off the field. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> look like high school. Look like Trent Dilfer <laughs> going nuts. Who is he coaching for again? Uh, I can't remember. Google it. It's on the YouTubes. Like Trent Dilfer losing his mind on a college sideline uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, told Melissa at the half, "I'm sorry, I can't talk right now. Like I am so mad. I you I I, I cannot talk to you right now." Melissa Stark on NBC uh, walking off the field. Uh, But they were still somehow in the game. When I say I love me me some Tyrod, he marched him down the field. Um, He used his legs, somehow got out of bounds and stopped the clock on that final drive. And then they got two shots at the end zone at the end. We agree the first one was absolutely pass interference. They made the right call and uh, they gave him an untimed down. They should have done it again.
0: Yes, absolutely. Both of them
3: were (laughs) pass interferences.
0: The second one I I would argue was kind of worse. It was just as bad. I think they were equal. I mean, he was holding his left arm down, so he couldn't get it up to put both hands on the ball. It was clear as day. He was looking right at it. Not sure why it wasn't thrown.
3: I I think they were were equally bad. So they should have been given an extra down. By the way, heads up. Just think. I think I might have lost IFB here, but I just noticed. Unless your mic Was your mic on, Brockman? Am I speaking? Yeah, yeah, you're on the air. I can hear you from across the room. But no big deal. We'll live, you know. Give me hand signals or something. For batteries. Yeah. Come on, man. no, it's fine. No, 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 it's fine. Um, I just, we're, <laughs> this is live control room right here, live on there. I, I, I don't care. Um, yeah, it, they should have thrown the flag again. And, and I think there is. This is just me. I'm going to step back here. I think there is a trend this season when it comes to throwing flags on end of game plays to let them play. Now, go back to the Super Bowl a year ago, okay? Eagles fans didn't want that flag on James Bradbury. Sure. It was the right call, and James Bradbury admitted after the game that he interfered. Yeah, Mike, just get in there, We're going to do this live? Let's, Delta, yeah, okay. let's do this let's is let's awesome. Let's
0: just get in there and do it.
3: We'll do it live. Jump we'll in do there, live. baby. Let's show okay, the people guys, how we do. This is a live. No, 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 no. no. We're going to do this. Del Tufo brought me some batteries. I may, Hey, right I, 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 can, I, mean, I can change my bone batteries. There you go. Look okay, at this. We're professional. Okay, we'll put this end in that. Professional. Come on now. Right here.
1: In that. Sausage, baby. Yeah. We're back. And we're back. And of course, Del Tufo's blaming Jason. Yeah. Okay. You didn't, the thing in right. oh, but you my didn't change my batteries okay. the whole It's, today. it's by okay. By the way,
3: take my camera. Feller, make sure the batteries are charged. Feller changes batteries every day. I'm on now. Not mad. <laughs> Moving on. Jeez. I, I could have saved it for the commercial, too. That's on me.
1: No, we It's like okay. Where of was stuff. I?
3: Okay, <laughs> end, of game end of game penalties. In all seriousness. So um, go to the two-point conversion try in Denver, right, with Washington in town after Russell got the Hail Mary to Brandon Johnson, right. son mm-hmm. of the great Marlins catcher and big leaguer Charles Johnson. Charles Johnson. Did you know that? Former Portland sea Dog. Exactly. Uh, that'll be the minor league team in Portland, Maine. Wonderful, to Marlins? wonderful town. Yes. One of my favorites, actually. Anyway, uh, they should have thrown the flag on the two-point conversion. They did not. Yeah. Week two, Monday Night Football. Say so what you want about T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith, that Steelers defense came to play that night. You could argue Deshaun Watson, you know, had the two face masks. He should have been penalized or even kicked out of the game. I don't think so, but whatever. At the end of the game, on fourth down, Donovan Peoples-Jones' back shoulder on the sideline. Joey Porter Jr. has a fistful of jersey. He is pulling away from his shoulder pads. That is a flag. They did not throw that flag. Now, that they did true. throw the flag end of game yesterday, and they gave the Giants two shots. I think, they, or I think they should have had three shots. I honestly do. Now, you may push back and say, no, 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 no. It isn't. We're going to keep throwing flags until you score a touchdown. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if it's a penalty, it's got to be a penalty. Don't put your flag away. If it's a penalty, it's got to be a penalty. Period. End of conversation. I was calling the Browns game. I'm a bit of a homer. I didn't necessarily think the DPI on the Niners final drive on that first third down should have been called. But when I see it again, I could see there's a Jersey tug there a little bit. Now, it was a bad ball. I don't think Ayuk is catching it regardless. But there's a Jersey tug as he's coming out of his break. I see why you called it, right? I see it. I think it's got to be a situation where officials are told even if it's the end of the game throw the stinking flag and they did once i think they should have done it twice but you saw sean mcdermott afterwards right the reaction shot like he looked to the heavens and if you read his mouth read his lips he said thank god right (laughs) thank god obviously also uh, maybe saying a prayer as well for Damian Harris, who yeah, scary, I mean, scary was off, scene. Scary. Had to leave the game field, uh, taken off the field in an ambulance. Uh, ambulance on the field, Buffalo DeMar Hamlin, like, yikes, even though I know that was in Cincinnati last year. Uh, all reports are now favorable for Damian Harris. The Bills later announced during the game, he has movement in his extremities, but obviously that is one to follow coming up here this week. Damian Harris. And then... There is the quarterback situation in Carolina. Uh, we're not benching Bryce Young, but I think you saw a glimmer of hope yesterday, right? He came out firing laser to the back of the end zone, on that Thielen touchdown. They had the early lead 14 to nothing. A- and then basically the dolphins walk up and they stopped playing with their food, right? <laughs> they woke up and just went, all right, we can do this now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, football, yeah, there's a game. Football game. Got uh, this. Yeah. Yikes. Cool,
0: cool, 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 cool.
3: Yikes. Say that again, Hoskins. Did that just come down? What do we got? Oh wow, we have breaking news here, oh, guys. Hold on. It. Let me get let me get the verbiage correct. Here we Who's go. Justin, Tom Pellicero. Tommy P, our colleague Tom Pelissero. Who likely on NFL Plus is wearing a hoodie right now, doing a show. Oh, probably looks so
0: good, too. Tweets, <laughs> hair, and everything.
3: Frank oh, Reich has informed players today. He is giving up play calling duties and handing them to Thomas Brown, who has the title offensive coordinator, former Rams assistant, Rams running backs coach, great guy, future head coach, in my opinion. Thomas Brown is taking over the play calling duties. For the 0 and 6 Carolina Panthers. Okay. And the questions will now come when Frank Reich is next on the podium, I believe later today. Are you doing this willingly? Or did owner David Tepper tell you you had to do this? I Look. Think I think we know the answer to that. <laughs> Frank Reich might... Frank Reich, truly here, made it clear in the offseason... Eventually, I will give it to Thomas Brown. So he has already said during the offseason, at one point, Thomas Brown will take over. And they have a bye this week. So this feels like the right time. Matter of fact, if during training camp, Frank Reich said, I'll reevaluate when we get to the bye. We'll see where we're going. See how it's looking. And then, you know, maybe week eight, we would have understood. But they're 0-6. He spoke last week about David Tepper's hands-on management style. CJ Stroud is clearly, despite his first pick of the year, outplaying Bryce Young. And Frank Reich will hand the keys to Thomas Brown. There are a lot of cooks in that kitchen. A lot of cooks there. A lot of cooks. Thomas Brown is there.
0: As Jim, we look at the Panthers schedule, Jim
3: Caldwell is there. Where do we see a win? Josh McCown is there. Well, I mean, they could beat the Texans. They're not likely, but they could. They could beat the Colts. They get those two games at home. They go to Chicago. God knows who's playing quarterback for the Bears there. Is it still Tyson Bajet from Division II Shepherd. Shepard? Do you guys know where Shepard is? No idea. In West Virginia? Oh, yeah great story we had him at the senior bowl his dad is a arm wrestling champion and pummeled tom pelissero on live oh, okay, nfl okay. plus I television know, yeah, okay. amazing video right out of over the top when he turns his head around his hat around he's a different person um drinking motor oil yeah absolutely <laughs> uh yeah interesting wow i'm not saying frank reich's on thin ice i'm not I'm not. What are you saying? There, I'm Andrew? not. I mean, no, you, no, I really, you, well, I'm really you not. It up, but I'll, <laughs> you, I'll tell you said it. I'll tell you what Brian Billick, <laughs> our former colleague at NFL Manic. Network, Super Bowl winning champion, Super Bowl winning coach Brian Billick told me, it's like it's a big move when you give up play calling, because once you give it up, you can't take it back, yeah. right? So once you look at your team and go, guys, it's me.
1: I'm the problem. Hard That's me. Oh. yeah. Nice. It's
3: hard on, TJ. We to take it, it. I'm better than that. back. Coming up next. TJ tells us what he thinks of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift's <laughs> wardrobe. <laughs> Getting in and out of cars, going in and out of bars in New York. You're listening to the rich Eisen show, not starring rich today.
0: Passion drive and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com.
2: Seeking the truth never gets old. Rockman just out of the blue. Where were you when you sent this tweet, Chris? Oh, I mean, was
0: that on a Sunday? Was it a Sunday night? Don't I, remember. I was probably just at home. And you just said, you watching know what? The games. If the
2: Eagles make the playoffs, I'll take Might a bite out of Mike myself. Del Tufo's yeah. hat. You yeah. said, I will take a bite out of Mike Del Tufo's hat. Yep. Yeah. Eagles have made the playoffs, and you have avoided the inevitable for a week. That ends now. I just sliced up um, a one-inch by one-inch cutout of Mike Del Tufo's Callaway hat and I placed it like little Easter eggs into the right. half of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yep. Take a bite. Ugh, here we go, you, here you go. Brockman Just, is oh. taking a bite. Did you get a piece of the hat there? Oh, I yeah. think you did. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 we have You're track. the one who chose the peanut butter too. standing <laughs> you, you, nearby? Nope. You nope, we don't. It's oh, part of the hat sticking out, I didn't get it off. <laughs> Oh, that is a uh, that is an awful piece right uh, there in that, like in that, that sandwich. That no, you may not. No, 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 you to, as no, long no, as you no. eat it. As long yeah, as you yeah, eat it. Eat it yeah, Keep, yeah. Going. Ugh. Keep going. Keep <laughs> going. I didn't go through. No oh, man, this piece is like right on my tooth. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you even do this? Chris, yeah, you didn't yeah, have to. You took the McLovin Because the Eagles
0: stink! You took They're the McLovin Terrible. Bait.
2: Oh, my God. That was Sunday? Uh, Radio audience, I can't even tell if that's a piece of glistening jelly or a piece of a glistening jelly, a jelly glistened Del Tufo hat piece. Down it. Just, I feel like I'm talking to Taylor eating her broccoli. Just eat it and we'll get off your case. Oh, he just went one bite. He finished it. This is not going to be good because that is peanut butter and it is jelly and it is Del Tufo hat and you just jammed literally... Three inches by three inch piece of sandwich. It was a proud day for my future son. Oh my god.
3: Okay, if you're watching Unro2, you guys are weird. It's just, you guys, you guys are weird. It just played something where you ate his hat? I mean, just... <laughs> any, any, anyway bet's a bet. anyway uh it's the rich eisen show uh, i'm andrew i apologize for the whole ifb rate uh battery thing guys you know whatever it's live tv here and i'm here to tell you to stream the nfl and westwood one for free including tonight's game the chargers the raiders so fast. No, i'm sorry the cowboys The Chargers, SoFi Stadium. Uh, It's sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa Open WWO Sports as opposed to what I do, which is Alexa Snooze. Or on your Westwood One affiliate stations, digital platforms. That's right. Stream Kevin Harlan. Kurt Warner and Rich all season long for free and get in the zone of AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions do apply. Okay. Speaking of finding a fix. I am fairly certain now more than I was a week ago that Bill Belichick and the Patriots are not going to find a fix this year. You go, but wait a minute, the, the Raiders are the better team. I don't know. I mean, the Raiders are okay. Yeah, they're not great. They're okay. But, hey, if you can get a win, like, stealing one on the road against your old coordinator who you kind of know just a bit. I mean, didn't that kind of feel like one the Patriots can show up and steal? That's how I felt. And, okay, maybe... Maybe if the Zeke touchdown doesn't get called back. Mm, I don't know. And again, full disclosure, Brockman, this was one of the games where I was in traffic into the airport in Cleveland. Sure. I was celebrating with my brother, Absolutely. getting a beer at the airport. Didn't fully watch. I have only grasped the highlights. It was terrible. Okay? You, you shouldn't have watched it. Okay, <laughs> then I feel better. Thank you. Yeah. But Bill Belichick has a better shot right now at the all-time loss record for coaches than he does at the all-time win record for coaches because we've talked so much that he is 18 away 18 away from getting to don shula he is now only eight away from the all-time regular season loss list now He's more than that away if you include the postseason. But regular season, Bill Belichick has lost 157 games. The all-time record: Dan Reeves and Jeff Fisher, 165 for regular season losses. Does Bill Belichick have a better shot of the lo- at the loss record than the
0: win record? Yes. Yeah, we just finished week six, right? And you said he's eight away. He's gonna get it in week fourteen. There is a chance. Where are the wins coming from? Consider this,
3: consider this. Now look, you you coach a lot of seasons, you're gonna lose a lot of games. You're not going fourteen and two every year. Right. Okay. Right, of course. So so a lot of this is longevity. This isn't some some like veiled trashing of Bill Belichick. No, that's not what I'm saying. Doesn't
0: Brett Favre have the all time interceptions record? (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Who cares?
3: Right. I, I'm going to say it right now. This will be Bill Belichick's final year with the Patriots, and he will leave with the all-time NFL record for losses.
0: I think that's entirely It's not an overreaction, as Rich would say you on a
3: Monday. Lose to Buffalo next week.
0: Absolutely.
3: Go to Miami and lose. Yep. Washington, I don't know. Eh, coin toss. Yeah, young quarterback, you never know. Coin toss. Indy, the fighting Gardner Minshews, I don't know. But I, we got two at least coming up. And then the bye. Giants.
0: Coin toss. Is Daniel Jones back? Chargers. Loss. At the Steelers. Loss. Kansas City. Loss. At Denver. Coin toss. Hide the kids. That's for the first pick in the draft. At Buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) uh, They won't even score a point. Aaron Rodgers. And the
3: Jets week 18. Yeah, that's a loss. I mean, come on. He's playing, by the way. He's playing. Coming up. I'll ask Chris Long if he's playing. Used to play for Bill Belichick as well. Andrew sitting in for Rich. See,
0: ya. but we're still on the Roku. So I mean, if four wins at the most, that's four and thirteen. So that would be week eighteen against the Jets. That's kind of irony, right? Uh, week eighteen against the Jets oh, for, wow. for the all-time loss record. Yeah, think about a, that. A team that he was the head coach for for a day and a, a hot half.
3: Minute, yeah. yeah and I, I i want to emphasize this i am not piling on bill belichick Okay, I, I like bill belichick i really i actually like bill belichick press conferences when he, he usually does it on like a wednesday when he goes in the first deep dive of the week on the opponent where he might get asked a question about like the history of special teams gunners i'm not kidding and he goes off for like eight minutes read the transcript i mean It's a fascinating historical perspective that he can bring. Go look at him, all the work he did with Rich for for the NFL Top 100. Amazing. I mean, that, that is time capsule stuff there. His mind, his football mind, his sense of history of the game, amazing. But imagine, and I think it will, Brockman, it's a great observation, if Week 18 against the Jets like maybe with the Jets fighting to get into the playoffs. Right. Right? Will determine whether or not he leaves as head coach of the Patriots with the most losses in the history of the game.
0: Wouldn't that be bonkers? Or they're 2-15. Jets need to win to make the playoffs. He beats them to avoid the loss record and keep the Jets out.
3: Chris Long's coming up next.